Hello. Um, today I'm recording from my bathtub. It was just something I wanted to do and it felt like a decision that I could make. So I did. So if you hear water splish splashing, that is why that's happening. I had a lot of plans for myself this week. Um, and I also have had been having plans to do an episode with other people where I speak to other people but this week was just so chaotic that I just didn't think that I could coordinate with another person so I'm doing a solo up and we're gonna talk about imposter syndrome I had an experience over the weekend that really put my struggle with imposter syndrome kind of at the forefront of my mind so I'm gonna give a little background on that and then I will transition into making the discussion a little less personal and more applicable to anyone who understands the struggle. So long story short, I had a solo this weekend in a choir concert. And first of all, I'm always surprised when I get picked for something. And I'll, maybe I'll just come back to that thought because what a weird feeling. Um, second, I always, sabotage myself through self-fulfilling prophecy so i talked to my voice teacher about these feelings in my most recent voice lesson and she had some really like good insight and like wise things to say about it but i told her i wanted to start taking up space i was singing a solo in this church with gorgeous acoustics and i didn't feel confident enough to let my voice ring out in that space i think a lot of that comes from some high school arts program, trauma, I was just never allowed to fill up space, or I felt judged for it, or I just didn't do it right, and blah, 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 blah. So as a result, I don't really feel like I have trust in myself that I even can fill up space. And my voice teacher said that just like, there's no way around it, you know, you gotta dig up these feelings to overcome this stuff, make them fresh again so we can actively work through them. So let's go on a journey together. We'll work out our trauma, I guess, today. Which leads me into what is imposter syndrome? In its simplest form, it just means that those who suffer from it constantly feel like a fraud. It does not matter how many credentials you have, how many years of experience, um, beaming references. It just feels like lies. You can't trust it. You can't internalize it. Basically, watered down, you just, you just can't accept a compliment. And you just kind of feel like you ended up where you are by accident or by chance and not based on skill and achievement. I feel this a lot when I go from an academic setting to actually providing music therapy in a session. Like, I'm, I'm a student. Like, what makes me qualified? On the surface level, I can acknowledge those things, but can I... Can I understand other people trust me so that I must be capable of something? So things to note about imposter syndrome. It is not exclusive to women, though it seems to affect them more frequently. I think that's probably just due to like a reporting bias. Men tend to not talk about that kind of stuff as much as openly. But minority groups are disproportionately affected. Often it takes place in academic or vocational settings. 
It's more than just the discomfort of approaching a new skill or an experience. A lot of people with imposter syndrome also have perfectionist and people-pleasing tendencies. And something that I believe so wholeheartedly is that no one is born entirely self-deprecating. I think it's a mix of nurture and nature. Some people are just gonna be more susceptible, sure, but a lot of times the voices we hear in our heads just, they're not, they're not our voices. Um, a quote that I really, really love is, we are not our thoughts, or like, I am not my feelings, I just feel them. Most recently, I saw these quotes shared by We the Urban on Instagram, who I love, mwah, chef's kiss. And oftentimes, the words in my head were put there by other people. People who are just like, so insignificant to like, where I'm at in my journey now. And they live rent-free in my brain and who only wanted to hold me down due to their own insecurities. And this leads us into what can lead people to develop imposter syndrome? Psychcom.net, which I read their article on imposter syndrome, they said that being raised by- or wait, hold on. Scratch that. Scratch that right out. It was the American Psycho American Psychology Association, their website said. Being raised in an achievement emphasis environment, so like now all of your value is stacked on what you're capable of. Uh, societal standards, for sure. I think now more than ever, like seeing everybody achieve like success on like such a grand scale over social media we're watching everyone accomplish all of our dreams in real time and the, like all these people are just getting younger and younger like knowing like what charlie d'amelio is like 16 and has 100 million followers on tiktok and probably makes more than i could ever even imagine making so not that it's about money but it's just like that's how we measure success nowadays, I guess. Um, it can also be caused by a family environment that's characterized by low support and high conflict. So I just think, I read that on a different website. That's the Psychcom resource that I found. And I think that's funny because it's like, I think it's like the either two extremes of the spectrum can probably produce imposter syndrome. And I think we just need to find maybe like a healthy, healthy middle. So how do we combat these feelings? The websites I referenced explained that we need to recognize our expertise. They suggest this by becoming a mentor rather than only seeking out mentors. And like I was saying earlier with like the music therapy thing, like I'm constantly learning from music therapists. So I have yet to picture myself as one. So when I'm the one giving the therapy, it's feels weird. It's like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like I'm still learning. Um, so I think that's valuable to like put yourself in a place where maybe you can do some of the teaching. I think another way to do this uh, is just through self-validation, like using mantras is a very common way to achieve this. So I wrote some of my own examples specifically for this and then I pulled some from a resource. So I'll start with my own. Uh, progress, not perfection. I did not end up where I am by accident. Asking for help does not undermine my capabilities. You can't give your all to everything. I deserve what comes to me. I work hard for what I achieve. I embrace my success. So those were mine. And then I got two from Your Tango, like an online blog page. And this is probably maybe more for like perfectionism and people pleasing. So the first one is effort beats ability and it's okay to say no. Next, I think it's valuable to seek out someone to talk to. Like, there's no shame in 
asking for help or seeking therapy. Um, it doesn't, yeah, you don't have to talk to a professional, but it doesn't hurt to talk to a professional. Like, therapy, it's, therapy's funny because it's like you're not waiting until things get bad. Like, you go to therapy so things don't get bad or that you can, like, have some calm, clear, collected insight when things are bad. Next, I'm really, I love this one. This is something that has become really, just like a concept that's become really apparent to me recently. I, like, didn't really... Like, I've heard of self-love, and this is kind of, like, an avenue of that, but it's called self-compassion. This step is important because healing is not linear, and we will still experience moments of intense self-doubt for the rest of our lives, and the least we can do is forgive ourselves for a narrative imposed on us by others. So this idea was popularized by Dr. Kristen Neff. I'm gonna link her website in the show notes. It's a fabulous resource full of free self-compassion exercises. Um, anything that's free is like, what's my excuse to not do that? <laughs> Love it. My favorite exercise was treating yourself like a friend or like, how would you talk to a friend? So again, I'll link that. That's like a, um, sounds like a motivational type of therapy slash like cognitive behavioral. So like really like thinking about thought pattern. Um, and then, again, I, talk, I talked about this a little bit already, but remember, you are not your thoughts or your emotions. You just think and feel them. You're in full control. This idea has been around for so long. Uh, Freud talked about it, and this idea has like been spoken on by philosophers in recent centuries, if centuries can be recent. So I'm going to read a quick section of an article on mindfulness by Tony Fakhri, I think is how you say that. I guess I can link this too. He is deemed self, self-proclaimed self to be self-empowerment author, expert speaker, and coach. I don't know anything about him. Uh, he does have his own website, but I like his article. So, The Power of Mindfulness. Rather than being your thoughts and emotions, be the awareness behind them. A quote by Eckhart Tolle from A New Earth. It must be said that you are the witnesser of your thoughts. Thoughts occur through you, like a radio transmitting a frequency signal. You are not the signal, but the receiver of the signal. Thoughts alone are not the cause of our suffering and happiness. It is when we identify and attach ourselves to them we stumble. Author and teacher Byron Katie wrote in Loving What Is, When we believe our thoughts instead of what is really true for us, we experience the kinds of emotional distress that we call suffering. Suffering is a natural alarm warning us that we're attaching to a thought. When we don't listen, we come to accept this. Suffering as an inevitable part of our life. And it's not. I guess I should... Um, rephrase that so that it's we come to accept that suffering is a natural part of life and it's not and to finish up it comes as no surprise that thoughts are likely to change as you mature i think just bringing an awareness to your thoughts which is literally what mindfulness is is gonna go a long way like it sounds like such a small thing to do probably easier said than done and it's easier to fall back into old habits too like i struggle and i'm gonna feel self-doubt for the rest of my life but genuinely like in in moments where i want so badly to be successful and to feel good about 
a performance or an assignment or um, a project or something. It's like, I feel like by putting so much weight on it like that, I'm just giving myself this self-fulfilling prophecy that I'm really just going to fail it or that I'm not capable of it in the first place. And then I go and I, I choke. And um, I don't know if that's like a, a common common theme in other people's lives too but that's like what I experienced in my choir concert on Sunday I think I didn't sing poorly I sounded fine it was just like I let myself be so nervous because I put so much weight on that opportunity when really I should have just let myself have fun I should have known I was capable of it like I wasn't gonna mess up it was a song I've sung a million times before and like everyone knows it so what was I gonna do like saying the wrong words or something like and I had my lyrics in front of me like it's not like I was gonna trip up so just like a lot of experiences like that it's just something to bring awareness to and maybe you can journal about it or I don't know but I'll link all these resources and I, I keep saying I don't know like I'm not pretending like I'm an expert on this having a whole podcast on it but I don't have like I don't have to be an expert on it to to discuss it it's like a common theme in a lot of people's lives and i think it's good to share these things it's good to bring um a personal awareness to these things it's good to hear like how other people handle these things and we can all be a support for each other so thank you so much for listening i will hopefully have an episode next week with another individual i just wasn't feeling feeling like I could really rope someone into my sketch this week. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever doesn't happen, doesn't happen. And yeah, that's my that's my new philosophy on life. Bye!